The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly, Week 9 edition of the NFL Full Slate. As always, my name is John Malika. Joined by my buddy, my co-host, my pal, my main man, video producer of Knicks, Jets, etc. Also on the Jets episodes, our boy Greg. What up, Greg? What's up, John? Ready for another week of gambling. Killing it on uh, the NFL slate. And let's just get right into it this week. We have a great slate. Uh, too many teams on a bye. And I'm yeah. hyped about the Thursday game because I think it's really easy. Alright, and it's a lot, it's the most points of the week, and I think this is one of the easiest games. I think you might be surprised with my pick today. So we have the Philadelphia Eagles 7 and 0, minus 14 at the Houston Texans. Houston is plus 14. Greg, what do you got in this game? Dude, I like Houston here. Uh, you know, it's tough. I, last week I hit on my, uh, Little, uh, first half parlay that I did, you know, the, took the really good teams first half. I might do that again this weekend. I'll tweet it out for everyone so they can follow along because I just don't know if Philadelphia can close out this game 14 points. I mean, they were able to do it last week. I feel like Houston might be able to sneak in here. 14 is a lot of points. All the money is all over Philadelphia. These guys are playing in the super or in the world series right now, Houston and, uh, Philly. So you got a little animosity there. It's going to be what game five of the World Series going on while this is going on. I love that the Eagles, uh, Twitter tweeted 7 0 and then 7 0 because they're 7 0 and the, the Phillies won 7 0. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. So, um, I, yeah, I like Houston in this one. Uh, I think it's a lot of points. I don't know if Philly's going to be able to hold on to a big lead the whole game. I think they might let up. So 14 right. points give it to me. That's fine, Greg. I'm sorry to say you're starting off on the wrong foot. You're starting off with an L uh, in your book because this is the easiest bet of the week, Greg. The easiest bet of the week is Thursday night football. All right, I've been killing it on prime time. Just trust me on this one, okay? I know you're, you got me. You got me nervous because I thought you were going to be all over Houston. Houston was your team a few weeks ago, and now we're the last two weeks. You switched up. Listen, Houston is the worst team against the run I've ever seen in my life. They legitimately do not tackle the run and all the Eagles do is run. Hit the Miles Sanders touchdown. If you want to hit a Jalen Hurts running touchdown, if that's a high number, take that. The Eagles are going to kill the first half, the full game. They're going to kill. The The Texans not only suck against the run, but Brandon Cooks is out with a personal matter after he tweeted uh, a, a bunch of uh, poetry about how he's pissed off. But yeah. the, Tex- <laughs> the Texans, Nico Collins, their other wide receiver, is out. Malik Collins didn't practice with a chest injury, the defensive tackle. Uh, their center. <laughs> I, Not listen, man, I I think this is going to be an absolute rout by the Eagles. So minus 14. I, I'm not even joking. I think it's going to be one of the easiest bets all day. All week. 
All right. I might be switching by the end of this episode. I got to think about it because you are Johnny Primetime. I'm telling you, this is easy. And I've been watching Houston, dude. They just, they cannot stop the run, dude. That's all Philly does. That's the complaint is that all they do is run. I think it's going to depend. Let's see this. I'll wait. I'll tweet out Thursday when, when the game's actually going about to start or whatever, you know, a little bit beforehand. I think it's going to depend. Is it possible that it could be a closeout game in the World Series? Like if Philadelphia has a chance to close out the World Series on Thursday night, I think there's a chance Philly absolutely kills this team or vice versa. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, I, I don't, I don't think that those things really have to do with each other because oh, the, the Texans really cannot tackle a running back. It doesn't matter <laughs> what's going on with the score. All right. Uh, but either way, I'm pretty sure Javier is going to win this game with eight plus strikeouts. Go check out the parlay on winning P weekly. Hopefully that hits. It was plus 20,000 on to the one o'clock slate. We got a doozy. There's a lot of good games. Greg, I have to start with the New York Jets. Okay. I, I have to get it out of the way. I, like I will, that. I will be there. Okay. And the 14 for the Eagles was the highest uh, number of the week. The second highest number is the Buffalo Bills on the, on the road at Jet Life Stadium. The New York Jets last week, their quarterback goes by the name of Zach Wilson had Probably the worst quarterback game of not only his career, but I'm pretty sure of the entire NFL season this year. I'm pretty sure that would rank the worst NFL uh, quarterback performance of 2022 so far. Not great. Special teams, awful. Yeah. Miss field goal, miss punt. Not great. Defense, penalties. Okay. I think that we match up very well. Against and by we I mean the New York Jets match up very well against the the, the high flying Bills offense, where uh, Stefan Diggs is going to be guarded by Sauce Gardner, the number one cornerback by all statistics in the league. DJ Reed is going to be covered by Gabe Davis, who is known to be able to be guarded, and I trust DJ Reed. Gabe Davis is going to catch maybe one or two passes, but he's going to be very well covered. And then McKenzie is going to be covered by MC. Not only that. They traded Zach Moss, and yeah. they have Naheem Himes coming in. He's not going to be able to we, – we know from precedent that the first week back, players don't really play. So uh, Naheem Himes is not going to really get any time, which leaves their backfield to Devin Singletary and James Cook. Okay, they're prone to fumble, right? They're also like, – I am nervous about them catching out of the backfield, but I'm not nervous about them running at all. Like I think we're going to stifle the run, yeah. and that's huge. What I am worried about, of course, is Dawson Knox, tight end, going out for a couple passes. But as we said, Quincy Williams, when after a bad game, he comes back. So hopefully he does okay. I am also worried about Josh Allen running out of the pocket and making plays and with his feet, right? And that 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 could be scary. I kind of like the over on his rushing yards, whatever it is. That being said, I again, I think we match up well. I think the Jets are going to play scared football, not in a bad way, but in a cautious way because of the turnovers last week. We're going to punt it. We're going to play defense. We're going to run it. We're going to play good special teams. 12 and a half is too much in Jet Life Stadium. Sold out. Hopefully that doesn't mean there's a lot of Bills fans. Yeah. I love the New York Jets plus 12 and a half. I'm not going to take them best bet. I, I they're officially I'm, I'm officially taking them off my best bet. After what they did to me last week. But I love this bet. Two bets I, I love. One, the minus 14 with Philly. I know it's a lot, but here it's too much the other way. I know the Bills are amazing, but it's a division game. The Jets are desperate for a win going into... Uh, also, Greg, it's a bye week game. The bye week thing yeah. has been killing. Even last week, it just keeps killing. I, I, I love it. I love the Jets in this spot, man. Yeah, I mean, the the injury report looks pretty clean for the Jets. I think we're getting a couple people back, so that's great to I see, too. I forgot to talk about that. Are you going to talk about the Bills injury report? Yeah, I was going to bring up the Bills. Thank dude. God. I, forgot, I, I completely forgot. I was so entrenched in the Jets. The, no, the Bills injury report is so bad, Greg. Especially with, uh, to me, the biggest standout I think people talked about today on Twitter, too, is Pointer showing up out of nowhere. Jordan Pointer. So all of a sudden now... You know, it's no. an elbow injury. Well, he 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 got hurt during the game. Him and and Matt Milano, dude, they're top linebacker. Okay, I didn't realize it was during the game. I knew yeah. Matt Milano got hurt during. And the they're game. top safety, dude. Like these are these are both scary, man. 
Milano got an ankle during practice today, right? Yeah, and Poyer's week to week, I guess, according to Ian Rappaport. I just saw that now. So I don't know. It sounds like there's, he's definitely not playing, even though his list is questionable. So, dude, that's huge. There's a couple other injuries as well, too. So, you know, I think ours is pretty clean. Um, that's huge, man. That's huge. On, on, on a day when Zach Wilson's going to be forced to throw. That's huge, man. It is. It definitely is. But I just from Zach Wilson, from what I saw last week, I still, even against their backup players, I have very little faith. I think the Jets are going to cover. I think it's going to be lower scoring than people think. I think when people think of the Buffalo Bills, they think of high-powered offense, all this stuff. They do have it. I think the Jets' defense just is that good. I don't know if it can last four quarters, especially if we're turning the ball over. So we have to protect the football. We have to establish some sort of run game. And it's not going to be easy against this Buffalo front. But listen, Either way, Matt Milano and 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 James Robinson is going to be back. Like he's he's officially going to be entrenched into the system, right? Yeah, like last that's week true. Was his first week back. And that's why we didn't really have a run. We were playing Ty Johnson in for most of the time. Michael Carter got a couple licks in there, but he can't pass protect. So it was really a lot of Ty Johnson. Yeah. So yeah, definitely think James Robinson definitely going to be more involved. I like the Jets here plus twelve and a half. Like I said, I think it's going to be low scoring. When it's low scoring, I like taking the points. Especially for a home team. We're opposite so far. Or no, we're not opposite on this one. Or the Houston one, I like more and more the more I talk about it. But either way, we're talking about the Jets. I like the Jets here, plus 12 and a half. All right, let's go to Green Bay. I'm wearing the GB old school hoodie. Uh, I, I, I conquered them. And now, now they're allowed to be my NFC team, especially because I want to steal Aaron Rodgers from them. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Green Bay right now, the three and five. And they're minus three and a half. <laughs> nice numbers to uh, remember at the Detroit Lions who are just in flux, man. Detroit plus three and a half at home. Does this mean that Vegas is telling me that they are a half point better than the Green Bay Packers? Right? If it's the, if it's the guaranteed three at home for a Detroit Lions home field, that's disgusting. No, I mean, it should be it should be minus three then. They're six points. Oh, sorry, they're Green plus Bay. three. Sorry, yeah, they're plus sorry. three and a half at home. Yeah. Okay, okay. Which I would sense. say that's probably about right. I think the Packers yeah. are probably a touchdown better with Aaron Rodgers at, back there. That's true. What do you think about this game? Dude, I, I, to me, it's really going to come down to Swift. I mean, he's just been so in and out of this lineup. I feel like when he's playing, it opens up so much more for the Detroit Lions offense. I said last week, I was, you know, early in the season, I was Detroit can cover three and a half points against anyone. I no longer believe that. I didn't pick them last week. I I took Miami. That was a great pick. I think Miami's offense is just rolling and it's going to keep rolling as long as two is healthy. Um, however, I do think the Detroit Lions can cover three and a half against Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay is that good. Their offense does not scare me at all. It was supposed to be this awesome defense and then a hodgepodge offense run by Aaron Rodgers, but all rookies, all people that are inexperienced across uh, this offensive line receiving core with a couple good running backs. So it was going to be run the ball, play good defense. Their defense has not shown up this year at all. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because they traded uh, Devontae Adams and it just rubbed the whole team the wrong way. I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers and the way he acts and it rubs the team the wrong way. I have no idea what it is, but this defense that was supposed to be a top-end defense, top-10, top-five defense, that was supposed to be good enough for them to depend on, use the run game, throw it here and there, is just non-existent. So I, I like the Detroit Lions. It sucks that they traded uh, TJ Hawkinson. You know That was a huge weapon for them. Um, it's weird that they traded him to, to Minnesota in division, but three and a half points at home against a team that can throw the ball, a team that can play pretty good uh, offense against a team that's really not shown me anything in Green Bay. I'll take a home team getting points. Yeah, so the, the answer to your question is they can't stop the run. <laughs> okay, like that, yeah. that's been the issue with Green Bay. I thought that's where you were going with the whole whether Swift is playing. But yo, Jamal Williams has been fine. Yeah, he's been good. I don't think they're really missing Swift that much. I think he's just another tier. I think Swift is just athletically just freaky compared to Jamal. Yeah, so I, 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 this is my winner go home game for Green Bay. They, okay. They well, fit- a line in the sand, as I like to say. Is this your is line it. in the sand game? This, this is, is it. I never, I never said it, but this is, this is officially it because 
the Detroit Lions have one win. And historically, I, I don't even want to look it up. I just know historically Aaron Rodgers owns the Detroit Lions. Okay? True. There's no way they're going to lose this game. So if, you get, if you're going to tell me you're going to pray for the hook, you know what I mean, and say, oh, you're three and a half, then, then you're playing with fire for me. I think that Aaron Rodgers is desperate for this game. He's on this crazy losing streak, man. Right. And, 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 and they were desperate against Buffalo, but it was Buffalo. Right. And, and they even put some heart in the second half to give not only themselves some hope, but also the Jets some hope for this week against the Bills. Right. That's how, that's how uh, well that second half went for them. I think they're going to come in and they're going to kill Detroit. And to be honest with you, I think Campbell's going to get fired. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Aaron, really? yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to kill Detroit and I don't think he's going to get the coach fired. I, I, I think it's going to be that bad. I don't think, I don't think the Lions would fire their coach after losing to Aaron Rodgers. I think that would just be something that Aaron Rodgers can hold over your franchise for the next 40 <laughs> years. So I don't think the Lions would do that, but. He's definitely on the hot seat. I mean, the Lions have not been performing this year, so I could see it. Aaron Jones, top five running back in the league. Bobby Tanyan's going to get in there. They don't need wide receivers, man. He doesn't care. This sometimes week- I feel like I talked about it last year at Philadelphia. Sometimes I feel like Michael Fle- or Matt Lafleur forgets to run the football. Like you can just run the football in Green Bay. Like Aaron Jones is good. He's, Dylan's good. He's, he's he's fifth in the league in rush yards. This year, Aaron Jones. Yards, but what about attempts? Like he's yeah. explosive, but that's because they, they should be giving the ball more. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's good at rushing the football. I just feel like they forget sometimes. Sometimes they just have these drives where they just throw the ball three times and punt. It's like, dude, that's just a waste of everyone's time and you're killing your defense. Yeah. So on to, you mentioned, uh, this team, the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Minus four and a half, you know, uh, active at the, at the trade deadline, uh, acquiring Bradley Chubb for a first round pick. They no longer, they, they wa- came this year with two first round picks. Now they have none. Meanwhile, the Chicago Bears, who won a couple games in a row, they sold, they sold Quinn for a couple, for draft picks and they sold Rokon Smith for a couple draft picks and they're home getting four and a half. Honestly, if this team was exactly like the Roquan Smith thing hurts me because otherwise I kind of would have took the Bears here. But for me, uh, as much as I want the Bears to win this game, as much as I hope I'm wrong, I'm going to stay away from this game personally because I want to be really, really wrong. But it's got to be Miami here, right? Yeah, I do think so. I mean, um, I think my uh, um, Chicago has shown us they're good enough to beat okay teams and they get smoked by good teams. I think Miami's a good team, unfortunately. They got absolutely crushed by Dallas. They had no answers for anything Dallas was doing last week. I don't see how the Bears defense is going to be covering Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I mean, it's unfair. Like Tyreek Hill had a zillion yards <laughs> and then all of a sudden Jalen Waddle is breaking a 30 yard touchdown in your face. It's like, God, like what are you supposed to do if you're a mediocre defense? If you have studs like the Jets, you could shut that down. But not every team has Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. So <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't take the Bears when they're playing a good team. I know the home team getting points. I know it's a bounce back spot for them. I know it's kind of a weird Miami Dolphins in Chicago. You know, it's still, I guess, a little early. It's only November. If this was, you know, late December, early January, maybe it's different. But to me, I think it's going to be points, points, points. I really don't see how the Bears keep up with it. I definitely don't see how the Bears stop it. I like Miami minus five. 60% of the money's on Miami right now. I was thinking about making it a best bet of mine. But I'm going to hold off on that. I don't know if I can do a best bet on the Dolphins. That just is, yeah. As a Jets fan, this is disgusting. But I'll still take them minus five. I also feel like it should be more points. So, Yeah. I feel I just, like it should be more points, and I feel like more people would be on Miami. Five is also just such a weird number. It freaks me out every time. I just feel like it's for teasers more. Yeah, true. Let's move on to the LA Chargers. Off a bye, minus three and a half at the Atlanta Hawks at home, four and four Hawks, even Steven, plus three and a half. And, you know, maybe they're not undefeated, but they're still cover machines, you know, and the Chargers, I mean, talk about heartbreak city road favorites. I don't care that they're coming off a bye. That sounds crazy, but they are getting healthier. What do you think about this game, Greg? Dude, I like them a lot. Um, 
I'm trying to look up real quick what Atlanta's record is against the spread. They're three and three away and home. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like they cover at home a lot. Last week, they didn't cover, but they won. They lost, you know, it was four and a half points. They won by three against Carolina. Exciting game. I think there's a good shot. There's a chance maybe this one goes over. Um, because I think that I just don't think they have much of a defense. Cordell Patterson might be coming back, but even without him, they have a good pass or rushing attack. I don't know what to expect from the Chargers. Like, I think people forget that, yes, they're coming off a bye, but they lost J.C. Jackson for the season in that last game before they bye. They lost Mike Williams for multiple weeks right before the bye in that last game before the bye. And they had Keenan Allen come back for one game from an injury. So no, I he's done. No, no, uh, Keenan Allen's out. He said he hurt his hamstring uh, over the bye week. Oh, Oh, so even then, then like, yeah. okay, so it's even more the thing. Like, I, so I went from not knowing what I'm getting with the Chargers to knowing I'm not really getting anything on offense. <laughs> is this is this Eckler? Is this Eckler Herbert? Uh, the tight ends. Yeah, and there's and some, like Palmer, some wide receivers. Carter, yeah. yeah, like some Carter. slot receivers. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I think Carter. I think he had a decent game, one game. But it's like he's doing punt return duty, and then he's just jumping in on offense, and he's your number two wide receiver now. Like that's a lot to ask from a team. So I like Atlanta home team getting points. I think they're playing good. I think they're fired up. Last week's win was incredible. I do have a future on them to win the division, so maybe it's a little biased, but I think that's the right play here. Yeah, I like Atlanta. Best yep. bet for me. Best bet for me, my first best bet of the day, John. Okay. Atlanta at home plus three and a half. And the reason for that, I believe, is because all the money is on. Is it on the Chargers? The Chargers, I think. Let me look it up. I just the, missed oh, it. That would, I honestly might make that a, a double best bet if it's 75% of the money is on the Chargers, John. I'm going with 75. ATL. I'm doubling down. I'm double. I was scared to, I was scared for, for just for the show to not double down on San Francisco versus the Rams just to try to diversify it. But why? Why? That's bad. That was bad. easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking I don't it. think this is going to be that easy. That was just like one coach is better than the other coach. This, I think that. No, I that's think. also the San Francisco is significantly better than the Rams. The Rams yeah. stink. It's like, forget the coaches. I can be the coach. <laughs> the Rams <laughs> stink, dude. Christian McCaffrey's unreal. We'll get to that. Carolina, two and six, led by PJ Walker and Deontay Foreman and DJ Moore's helmet, <laughs> plus seven and a half at the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals four and four, minus seven and a half at home. But dude, they're hurting. They yeah. are hurting. Uh, lost one of their best players on defense uh, last week. Seven and a half is crazy talk. It's crazy talk. Uh, no, they suck without Jamar Chase. Okay. I, I like them. They're fine, but they're, they're not. Okay. I won't say they suck. I'll take that back, but they're not, they're not the championship Bengals without Jamar Chase. Of they're course. just not. Yeah. So seven and a half is crazy at home. I don't care who the quarterback is for Carolina. I'm just taking seven in the hook. I don't love it, but if I, if I have to pick it, I'm definitely not betting this game, but for here, I'm taking. Carolina seven and a half. If you're looking to take one of these teams because they keep the ball on the ground, they're not looking to turn the ball over. They play good defense because they know the offense stinks, right? And DJ Moore's not gonna take off his helmet again. John, this is my what am I missing pick of the week? Because looking at what both teams did last week, <laughs> Bengals Monday night Halloween on a short week absolutely got smoked by the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. Carolina. The season's supposed to be over. They're trading their best players. Somehow fought tooth and nail with Atlanta for the division lead. Went to overtime because of a, you know, a, a bogus penalty on DJ Moore in the helmet and lost in heartbreaking fashion in overtime. But still, DJ Moore made an incredible play. Like they're fighting. Carolina's fighting. And then you come to this game and it's seven and a half points. Like what am I missing? This to me stinks. This makes me very nervous about Cincinnati, but. Dude, 65% of the money is on Cincinnati. I don't know how many people bet on Cincinnati after seeing last week's game. I get it's a week-to-week -week league. Jamar Chase isn't coming back this week. Give me Carolina plus seven and a half. It's just a lot of points. It is It is too many points. Okay. This one, Greg, I was... I, 
I was so ready to take the Indianapolis Colts plus five and a half at the New England Patriots after they just got, they just played the worst game of their lives against the Jets and snuck out of there. And now they're minus five and a half. Yeah. But like everything in my gambling brain, just gambling brain is saying, how is New England minus five and a half not a best bet? Like, what am I missing here? The Colts have Sam Ellinger against Bill Belichick at in Foxborough. Jonathan Taylor is hurt. They traded Naheem Hines. Zach Moss is not practicing. Like, the offensive line hasn't been good. DeForest Buckner is back, thank God, for them. And yeah. uh as always, Shaq Leonard is playing. He killed it last week, so you know, we gotta give them that. But yo, I think that the New England Patriots are gonna win this game by double digits. Like I don't like I don't I think so. I, I have no idea why this is only five and a half. Dude, it's another one of those things. Like I said, it's with five and a half points with five point spreads or weird spreads. Maybe it's for teasers. I don't know what it is. All I know is that it's a rookie quarterback against Bill Belichick. You're going into Foxborough. Uh, the reason why it's not 10 points is because the Patriots have just looked bad. But I think the Patriots are good enough to win by a touchdown against this Indianapolis Colts team. They have not looked good all season. I think if they lose this game, there's a serious chance they're out of contention for the division. No. Uh, you're always alive in that division, man. You're always alive in that division, dude. It, I guess because ten, dude, Tennessee's five and two. Yes, They're about but, to be three and five. Yes, but uh, there's a lot three, of five games. and one. So really three and six. We're only halfway through the season, and Malik Willis could be the quarterback the last like six weeks. Like you know, you, you never know. That's true. That's true. That's true. It, it's not out of reach, but it, it yeah. is going to be definitely. And chances are Tennessee's going to lose this week, but we'll get to that. Okay, so maybe not, but still, dude, you're in a bad spot. Jonathan Taylor's been banged up all season, hasn't missed a game in his career, and all of a sudden in this game, he's got ankle issues every week. He's not practicing. He's barely playing. He's not playing good. This is my don't think, just throw, take New England. This is my actually second best bet of the week because, John, 72% of the money is on Indy. How? How is that possible? 72%? I wanted to. I wanted to be the guy. I wanted to be with them. I wanted to, but I can't. And disgustingly, I'm making New England my a best bet of mine too. I can't believe it's also yours. This is not great, John. This is no, making it is. me very, no, it is great. Okay, no, it's good. actually. I'm not nervous at all. This is it, 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 it's honestly easy. It's like this is an easy week, folks. This is an easy week of NFL betting and gambling. I like that week nine. The, the the board has been clear, man. If a couple of things hit right now in the NBA for me, if the Astros win Game Four after I took Phillies Game Three. Central Michigan killing. I've been doing great, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So let's see. All I'm saying is that if Bryce Harper and Schwarber somehow, even though it's zero zero right now, both homer in this game tonight, John, your boy is up Uh a lot. All right. After last night's hit, Minnesota at Washington. Washington plus three and a half at home. Heineke cover machine. Chase Young might be back. I'm not sure if he's actually going to play. He's practicing. That would be yep. huge for me, honestly. That would be huge. Would it be? Let me ask you this. Do you care about Kirk Cousins going back to Washington? No. Nope. game? Do you think that, you think, you think that, like, that'll get to his head? Like, he's going to be bad because he's in Washington? I I don't think Kirk Cousins is like that kind of a guy. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think he's like a vengeful, vengeful, hateful guy. <laughs> You, I think you're giving Kirk Cousins a lot of credit on this show right now. I mean, maybe not. To me, he just seems like a wholesome family kind of guy. Just like blue jeans, puts the, the <laughs> sure. foil down on the grill before he grills the steaks kind of guy. Like, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of hate <laughs> in his heart. I could be wrong, but, um, and I feel like he might have been and played against Washington already once before. Yes, he has. Yes. Yeah. He has. yeah. So to me, I think this is business as usual. I think Minnesota made it clear with the signing of TJ Hawkinson or the trade for TJ Hawkinson. They're all in. They're six and one. Washington, they're selling the team. There's federal investigations <laughs> going on. Nobody cares I mean, about that. I bro. like to, I like Heineke. Don't get me wrong. At home plus three and a half. I like it. 
But dude, Minnesota has just been rocking and rolling. They are them and the Eagles are my two best futures bets from this offseason. And they've both been going great. I need it to keep going. Um, that's why I'm kind of hoping Detroit beats the Packers this week, but we'll see. 70% of the money is on Washington again. Like, I don't know if I'm just losing my mind. I'm going to get smoked on my best bets. This is my third best bet of the week. I feel like in all three best bets, I have a pretty good team. It's a low spread, and it's a 70-30 split. I really don't understand it. So 30% of the money is on Minnesota. I'll fade the public. I'll take Minnesota, the 6-1 Minnesota Vikings, the second-best team in the NFC, going to Washington and beating the Commanders by four points. I don't think that's actually crazy of a gamble. So I'm making it a best bet. Yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota here. I'll trust them, but I definitely don't love it. I'm definitely not making it a best bet. Yeah. I'm nervous. We'll, we'll Washington's see. been in close games since Heineke's been in. I'll say that. Like yeah, they, they, they were close feisty. against Green Bay. They were close against Indy last week. They, they're always fighting. I don't trust Minnesota yet. They're fraudulent six and one to me. So let's see. Stop it. All right, I love them so much. We had uh, Jets Vikings tickets. We can get there. All right, last game of the one o'clock slate. This one's a doozy. The two and five Las Vegas Raiders are minus one and a half at the two and six Jacksonville Jaguars. I hate this game with everything in my heart. What do you got? Derek Carr is hurt. Las Vegas stinks. <laughs> Give me Jacksonville. Home team getting points. A long trip for LA or Las Vegas going to the one o'clock slate. You know, I don't know if that East Coast, West Coast thing is still a stat. You know, we've been gambling for so long. That's a big thing people used to say a lot. <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but either way, I think Jacksonville just has more to offer on offense after what we saw from Las Vegas last week, putting up a big old zero. I think their defense is pretty good. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough because they're coming back from London, but again, they're one, the one franchise that knows it better than anybody about what it takes to come back from London and play well. I do think it's a bounce back spot for Las Vegas, but dude, this team just looks down bad. Two and five. The only thing they can do on offense is run the ball. When you stop the run with Josh Jacobs, it looks like they have absolutely nothing going on. Like I said, I think Derek Carr's hurt. Give me Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm with you on Jacksonville. I, I hate the Las Vegas Raiders. I think their team absolutely stinks. I think Josh McDaniels absolutely stinks. Remember, remember what everyone thought, including me, that the AFC West was supposed to be the best division in all football history? Yeah. Vegas stinks. Devontae yeah. Adams and Denver stinks, John. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. It's very true. I'm I'm gonna go with Jacksonville here. I think it's gonna be a bounce back game at home for them. One uh, of the few teams too, sorry not to cut you off there, no, but Denver, good. one of the few teams to actually take a bye week after lunch. I thought that's been kind of interesting that a lot of teams have been choosing not to. Good uh, that's a good catch. I'm I'm glad they did because it's so silly not to. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like Green Bay derailed their season because of that, but that's neither here nor there. Maybe. All right. Four o'clock slate, four oh five, standalone four o'clock game. Two games in the four o'clock window. Is that right? That's right. There's a lot that's of teams gone by this gross. week. So the Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith Seahawks, plus one and a half at the Arizona Cardinals. I can't believe Arizona's three and a half at uh, three and five and Seattle's five and three. Arizona minus one and a half at home. What do you got, Greg? Dude, I got Seattle. I've been riding with Seattle. I like Seattle. Got Gino in Dynasty League rocking and rolling. DK looks good. Lockett looks good. Arizona is just so up and down. I got Hopkins in a few leagues, so I like seeing that he's doing really well. I'll probably take a, a same game parlay with him involved somewhere because he seems to be lighting it up. But Arizona just seems Kyler Murray just seems so inconsistent. I don't know how you trusted the Arizona defense against New Orleans looked incredible. And then all of a sudden their defense, I just didn't really see any, any of it last week uh, against Minnesota. You know, Seattle's five and three. They're top of their division. They're fighting here. I think they already beat Arizona once this season. It's tough to beat a team twice. It's definitely tough to beat a three team three times. But I think Seattle gets it done, man. I really do. All right. Listen, I, I understand why people like the Seattle team. I, uh, uh, I think they're feisty. 
right? Like Lockett messes up two times last game, comes back and gets the game winning touchdown. Like I, that's feisty, right? They're they're staying in the game, but I don't think they're going to do it on the road again in Arizona. It's a division game. Arizona yep. needs this win. Uh, I I I think uh, the I, I mean Kenneth Walker's a beast. If they stop the run, uh, I I think they're going to be real stifled. So. I, I like Arizona here. I, I division game. I really like Arizona. Actually, where's the public here? Well, tell me they're on Seattle. All over Seattle. John oh, actually perfect. freaks me out. Ninety percent on Seattle. Oh, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's exactly what I want. This is this is this is a nice game for Arizona. Nice spot for them. The four twenty five game. Once upon a time, this would be uh, the game of the game of the week, game of the year. That's probably oh, yeah. why it's four four twenty five standalone prime time game. The Fox game of the week, hundred percent game of yeah, the American game of the week, or whatever. Yeah, L.A. Rams at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady minus two and a half at home. They both are desperate for a win, absolutely desperate for a win. So it's just really who you got here. You got the the Todd Bowles defense that's injured, not showing too much pride. Against the depleted offensive line for the Rams, or do you got Sean McVay's anemic offense? You know what I mean, and just like to take over, or you or you got Tom Brady against Jalen Ramsey, who they're both a thousand years old, and then yeah. Aaron Donald might take over the game. Yeah, I got the Rams just because I think that they're. I just think they're a slightly better team, um, especially if Cooper Cup is playing. Uh, He's I injured like the- though, even if he plays. Yeah, still though, he's one of those guys that I think he's still good even if he's injured. He just got to be out there and he'll make some plays somehow. He might not have 12 catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns, but he might have six catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Like, and that might be all you need in this game, dude. The, I think this is going to be low scoring. I think this is going to be ugly. It's definitely in my uh, teaser coming up. Ugh, I want to stay points. as far away from this game as I possibly can. Ooh, okay. Give me the points. Give me the Rams plus two and a half. I mean, the last time they played, which feels like a, a million years ago, the division around the Rams won by three, and they were both completely different teams. It seems like, yeah. I, I'm just gonna stick with the Rams. I, I, I just, I love seeing Tom Brady so sad and so depleted, oh. looking so old, and everyone's starting to feel bad for him. I, I absolutely love it. It's incredible just seeing him, <laughs> it, dude. The ball, I feel like, doesn't even touch the ground, and he's screaming at someone. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. The cameras are zoomed in on him. I wish there was just a solo Tom Brady came the corner of my screen <laughs> during his games. Yeah, I have no, I have no problem. Oh, it's uh, great. But that, so I have a best bet here on the Sunday night football game. Johnny Primetime coming through clutch. I think this is too easy. Minus 12 and a half, Kansas City at home versus Tannehill. Versus Malik Willis versus Derrick Henry, whoever you want, <laughs> whoever like Vrabel decides is going to try to take over this game. Kansas City off a of bye week, Andy Reid off a of bye week, twelve and a half. Dude, I think they're going to absolutely kill Tennessee. Like I, I think this is going to be an absolute route. It's going to be a fun game. We're all going to fall in love with Kansas City, and I hope to God that now this is my heart speaking. I hope to God they're saying. Oh my God! Buffalo Bills lost to the Jets, and then the and then the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, are, are absolutely routing a division winner, the five and two Titans. Now they're gonna start talking about the Bills gonna get the bye week. Now the Chiefs, I'm like get your Kansas City Super Bowl bets in now because the odds will change for sure if that happens. That's what I'm hoping for, man. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping the narrative is here. So I'm leaving a best bet. They got a new toy in town. Uh, they have so many guys just all over the place, man. Juju Smith, by the way, he's been having wide receiver one number the last two weeks they've played. And he's like the wide receiver four on the team at this point. Like, I don't know. I, I, I really like Kansas City here and I hate Tennessee. They, they've been grinding wins out. This is not a grinding win out at night in, in Arrowhead. This is, this is going to be bad for them. Yeah. I want to look up real quick. I forgot to pull up the Tennessee, uh, injury report. Because unless I'm missing something, unless there's a lot of defenders, um, didn't practice, didn't practice, didn't practice. I guess that's not good, dude. I love Amani Hooker. He's awesome. Didn't practice, which sucks. So maybe he's out. 
I mean, if him and Jeffrey Simmons are out, I think Jeffrey Simmons, by the way, is one of those names. I watched the VSIN stuff. They've been talking about him every week. I think he's 80 to one to win defensive rookie of the year or defensive player of the year. And every week on PFF, again, we're <laughs> Jets fans. So take it with a grain of salt. Every week he's a top five, top 10 defender. Every week he's so good. He's just on the Tennessee Titans. So he doesn't get a lot of love. It might be one of those games where if he plays and Amani Hooker plays, I might take a, just a small bet on him, 25 bucks or whatever, 50 bucks, just because they've been talking about it so much. And he might have a coming out party. I mean, he's been playing off, uh, off the charts. I love Amani Hooker as a, in the safety position. And dude, Derek Henry just looks like he's in form. Like he absolutely killed Houston last week. We talked about it a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. They do not have a run defense. They can be run on. I think this is low scoring. I think this is a lot of points to be giving the five and three. What do we say? Tennessee was Tennessee Titans five and two. Yeah. Money's a little split 65, 35, but either way, I love the Tennessee Titans right here. I know it's kind of tough because it's on the road in Kansas city. You're not at full strength. You don't know what you got with Tannehill. If it's Malik Willis, you definitely know you don't have much. But I think it's going to be run the ball, play amazing defense, and hope for the best. Twelve and a half is a lot of points to cover. So give me Tennessee. That's why I hold my nose pick of the week, by the way. Oh, fair enough. My hold my nose pick is Arizona Cardinals. And it's perfect because the whole world's on Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's amazing Geno Smith story of the year. Uh, Call of Duty's out. <laughs> and Murray stinks. Dude, James Conner's probably going to be back. Uh, Hopkins is full strength. They're going to kill them. They need this. Hopkins they, looks incredible. They're going to be four and five. Three XL gloves, baby. Let's go. Yeah. D hop all day. So this last game, Monday night, I thought was going to be my best bet, but I'm nervous about the injuries. I already have my three best bets in. So this one uh, was my honorable best bet. I love the spot here for Baltimore. Dude, their defense. I love every single player on their defense, especially now that they got Rokon Smith. Like every single player is like my guy. So. I I I think they're going to improve as the season goes on. I think Baltimore is a sneaky is a sneaky third best team in the AFC. Uh, I think they're going to start getting it together. However, there's a lot of injuries. Bateman's out for a couple weeks, so it's just Duvernay. Andrews is hurt. I love we love likely, so it's just going to be like Duvernay and likely. And we don't know if the Gus Bus got an, a hamstring injury on his first week back. Would you imagine that? So you know we we don't really know. Who they have. I think they're, they're still going to grind out a win. So it's under three. That's good to me. Like, that sounds good. Turner, uh, Turner Tucker. Uh, yep. they have the best, uh, punter and, uh, field goal kicker in the league, in my opinion. So this is going to be a great game for Baltimore. Monday night, three points. No problem. I just not a best bet because I'm, I'm a little nervous about their injuries, but I think this is a, this is an easy one for me. This is Baltimore all day. Where's the public? Do you know? I don't like that we're opposite every single primetime game. It's not good. It's 55-45. I like Saints. that. I was nervous that everyone's going to be all over Baltimore. Yeah, I like the Saints here. I think it's a home team game points in a primetime spot. They looked really good last week against Vegas, even though Vegas stinks. But Baltimore, they have Lamar Jackson. That's true. But you're, to your point, the weapons around him are severely lacking at this point in the season, especially if Mark Andrews is out. Likely he's good, but he's no Mark Andrews, and he's only one guy. You need multiple guys. Um, you know, I think the Saints have looked pretty good. The injury report looks pretty, pretty status quo. It's Landry. It's Michael Thomas. It's Mark Ingram. It's all the old offensive weapons. Troutman, who seems to be injured every single year at the tight end position. You know, they're, they're working with what they got. They've had, you know, a good bounce back spot against the Raiders after getting embarrassed on Thursday night. I think they're in a prime position to make a run into this division. So they're three and five. They win, they get to four and five. They're right on the heels of Atlanta. They're hopefully ahead of Tampa Bay if they lose. I like the home team getting points. Give me New Orleans in this one. All right. And that wraps it up. Greg, you want to finish us off with, uh, some, your, uh, teaser of the week? Yeah. My teaser is going to be, uh, six leg, six point over under teaser. And it's all unders and an over. So five and one here. And I'm going with the under in the Bills Jets under 52 and a half. Okay. The under in the Colts Patriots under 45 and a half. The Raiders Jaguars under 53 and a half. The under in the Rams Tampa Bay game 48 and a half. And the under in the Packers Lions 55 and a half. Oh, Greg, I'm, 
The both defenses suck. I'm on, I'm on the over in that game. But okay, I know, I 55 you. is so much though. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll switch that out, but I don't know. What else do we talk about for a team? No, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I like that. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It's sick. And I'm going over Seahawks Cardinals over 43 and a half. I think there's going to be points, points, points to your pat, to your point. James Conner might be back. I think the Arizona Cardinals can score if Kyler Murray's playing well. He looked pretty good in his last home game. I think Seattle for sure can score with Kenneth Walker, Metcalf and Lockett. So over 43 and a half. I love that six legs plus 500. That's my teaser of the week. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm going to tell a bunch of yours, um, actually it, it, in here. The only problem is I can't take, uh, can't take the two of the same game. So I'll just stick with the under for the Jets, 52 and a half, the over for Green Bay at 43 and a half, Ravens plus three and a half, Kansas City minus six and a half, right under the number. I'll take the over of Seahawks, 43 and a half. I'll take the Eagles minus eight. Don't care. <laughs> the Patriots, I'll take a uh, money line basically at a plus a half. And that's plus 700 for that seven legger. Uh, so that's not bad. I kind of like that. That's yeah, that's good. Off. All right. What do you got for the Hail Mary so we can, uh, do our, uh, our full slay and get out of here? All right. Hail Mary. I'm going back to true Hail Mary form. I hit one of the season already this year. I'm at plus $500 on the season. So I feel good. Got a little money to walk around with here and I'm going <laughs> to put it on. Four underdog. Absolutely feel gross about this bet, but I, but I love it. Lions at home money line. Panthers on the road money line plus 290. The Falcons at home money line plus 140. And the Jaguars at home money line plus 106. That is plus 4950. 100 wins $4,950. I'll be placing that bet on Sunday. Also, my place one without Carolina in there because I just realized I like the Lions, Falcons, and Jaguars are all home underdogs. I think the dogs are barking this week, man. I got a lot of underdogs, a lot of points. They're hard to come by in the NFL. So that's my Hail Mary parlay of the week. All right. My Hail Mary parlay is an eight-game all-money line parlay, eight play, eight legs plus 15,000. Okay. Jets, Falcons, Ravens, Chiefs, Cardinals, Jaguars, Patriots, Eagles. All win. 50 bucks gets you $7,600. Just place it. Let's go. Love it. All right, Greg, let's do the full slate. Let's get out of here. Week nine, halfway through the season, man. Can't believe it. It's incredible. Starts off Thursday night. 7-0, 7-0, Philadelphia Eagles at the Houston Texans World Series, NFL primetime. Houston plus 14, what do you got? Houston plus 14. I got the Eagles here. LA Chargers, minus three and a half at Atlanta Falcons, what do you got? Atlanta, best bet for me, best bet for you. Oh my God, double best bet, love it. Miami, minus four and a half, slash five now at the Bears, what do you got? Miami, minus five. I'm telling you there. Carolina, plus seven and a half at the Bengals. What do you got? I love Carolina. It's too many points. Green Bay Packers, get right game, minus three and a half at the Detroit Lions. What do you got? I got Detroit. I think they can cover three and a half. Dude, this is a, this is a Dan Campbell, you're fired game by Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, minus three and a half. Take that all day. Indianapolis calls plus five and a half at the New England Patriots. What do you got? New England, unfortunately, is the best bet. Unfortunately, it's a double best bet, man. <laughs> the most unfortunate double best bet I've ever heard. Buffalo Bills, minus 12 and a half at the New York Lowly Jets. What do you got? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets is always what I got. Let's go, baby. Minnesota, minus three and a half at Washington. What do you got? Minnesota. That's scary, but I guess. My third best bet of the week, John. The third and <sighs> I final. That. I, I want to watch it with everything inside me. But whatever, I'll just stick with Minnesota. Las Vegas, I hate that. I hate this game so much. Las Vegas, minus one and a half at Jacksonville. What do you got? Jacksonville. Basically home, a pick them. Yeah, home getting a point. Give it to me. I'm, I agree with you there. Take the home team. Everybody's darling, Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks at Arizona. What do you got? 
Seattle, Seattle plus a point and a half. Man, you're falling into the trap. You're falling in love with Geno Smith. And you know what happens when you fall into Geno Smith? He got crushed by the Arizona Cardinals. You're punched in the mouth. I love the Arizona Cardinals here. Rams plus two and a half at Tampa Bay. Huge playoff rematch. But too bad nobody cares about it this time around. What do you got? Rams plus two and a half. All right. I'm going to tell you there. We got the Tennessee Titans. Five and two. Plus 12 and a half at the Kansas City Chiefs. Arrowhead at night. Andy Reid off a bye. What do you got? Tennessee plus 12 and a half. Best bet Kansas City in a route. Route. Everybody's going to be talking about how amazing Kansas City is. Can't wait. And Baltimore. Wow. An amazing prime time. I didn't realize Philadelphia, Kansas City, and Baltimore in the primetime games. Baltimore minus two and a half at New Orleans Saints minus two and a half. What do you got, Greg? New Orleans plus two and a half. I guess I love all the dogs in the primetime games. Disgusting, man. Disgusting. They want just they want you to take Greg because Baltimore is going to absolutely kill the New Orleans Saints. Minus a Camara and Taysom Hill touchdown for John's fantasy team. And that wraps it up for week nine of the NFL. You guys know what to do. Hit us up on the YouTube. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC, period. Like and subscribe. Hit us with the comment. Let us know what you got. Do the full NFL slates. Do the full college slates. We'll have Cup coming up. We're going to get a little bit serious about the NBA, probably around Christmas time. So hit us up for that. Uh, otherwise, Apple, Spotify, hit us with a five-star review. Leave us a comment anywhere you listen to your podcast. We are there. Greg, any last words for week nine for our listeners? No, follow us on all social media, especially TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Twitter, Winning P <laughs> Weekly. We are there. We're tweeting. We're having a good yes. time. Twitter, Winning P Weekly. We post all our best. Right now, we got the we got the uh, Javier is better than Nola bet game four uh, going. So we'll see what happens. Eight strikeouts from Javier, a couple home runs from Bregman and Altuve. Greg's on the other side, needs a couple home runs from, from Schwarber and Harper. Everything you need, Winning P Weekly on Twitter. We out. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.